This right. is an eight iron and it's a dead shank. Wow. Way right. Oh, Takes a hop off the path. You gotta be kidding me. Very tough pitch shot right here. You gotta hit it into the hill. One hop up and bite and it's in. Kind of like that. Well, I would like to welcome back to the Sub-70 Podcast, now a 10-time winner on the PGA Tour Champions and the recent winner of the Insperity Championship and the Mitsubishi Electric Classic, Scott McCarron. Welcome back, and uh, well done, sir. Fine play of late. Well, thanks, Jason. Um, we're having a lot of fun out here on the PGA Tour Champions. 10 wins has a pretty good ring to it. It, it does. Uh, you know, I'm still kind of shocked. 10 wins, uh, three years. You know, it's just been so much fun uh, being out here in the PGA Tour Champions to have kind of a new lease on your golf life at 50 uh, is pretty special. Um, not many other sports, really no other sports, you get to keep playing uh, into this this age of 50. Um, and so that just makes golf so special. Looking at it, are you playing, even on your PGA Tour career, are you playing some of the best golf you've ever played in your life at this point? Well, I, you know, I think so. And a lot of that comes, I, I spoke with Hale Irwin. It was actually after my first Regions tournament uh, that I'm playing this week. I took Hale out to dinner. I played in the final group and had a chance to win here and didn't get it done. I hadn't won out here yet. And Hale had told me that uh, he felt he played some of his best golf from 50 to 53 in his whole life. And I thought, you know what, if he can do that, I can do that. And so, you know, I've kind of set myself up to, hey, you know, keep grinding, keep practicing, keep playing, eat right exercise and see if we can give ourselves the best opportunity and um, so far I'm playing some some pretty good golf over the last couple of years earlier this season before it kind of you know got into full swing we guys are playing an event or two then a few weeks off were you working on anything different or is it just fine-tuning at this point to kind of get you know the year that you're starting off which is amazing but was there any changes you sort of made or is it just grinding on the same stuff no no, no changes I've been working with my teacher EA Tischler um, for about five years now, we kind of work on, you know, the same stuff, a lot of posture, a lot of setup, um, getting my right arm under, delivering the club uh, on the downswing, and then posting and posturing up. So pretty much the same stuff that we worked on the first time we worked together five or six years ago. We still keep working and fine-tuning those things. Um, you know, I'm trying to get better with the wedge play, uh, taking spin off a little bit. Um, I got a flight scope uh about three weeks ago, then that's, you know, starting to learn some stuff about flight scope and ball spin and launch conditions, all that stuff. So that's been kind of fun, fun little toy to play with. Um, but, you know, other than that, uh, nothing nothing new, nothing special. Uh, just been uh, just grinding it out and, you know, trying out here, you try to get yourself in position, you know, with nine holes to play and, and then uh, see what happens. And, and so I've been having some good success over the last couple of weeks uh, just getting myself in position. You kind of touched on this earlier with with Hale Irwin, who's you know the gold standard, and so is Bernhard Langer. And uh, my question was sort of revolving around, and I guess you could put you put both those guys you know in the same league with Langer to be this consistent for this long. He still won you know this season, just from watching from afar. Assuming you're you know let's say you're going to be competitive for the next ten years, still realistically. What do you learn from watching Bernhard and those guys who have done it for that period of time, beyond your, you know, 50 to 55, to keep doing it, you know, into your 60s like he's doing? Just from watching those guys, what have you sort of taken away of how to be competitive still at at, at that point in time in your career? 
Well, I've actually learned a lot from watching and playing with Bernard Langer over the last couple of years. Um, he's a guy that, you know, doesn't do anything flashy. Um, you wouldn't look at him and go, oh, he's just an incredibly long driver or his short game is the best I've ever seen or his putting is the best, but he does everything really, really well. Um, the other thing is he takes a part of golf course. Uh, the way he plays his practice rounds, the way he uh, diagrams what he's going to do, his game plan of golf courses, is unlike anybody else. I mean, he hardly ever short sights himself um, hitting into a green. He's always missing it in the correct spot. Um, he's avoiding any type of bunkers that you know you might be able to, you might not be able to get out of, or you have to play safe from. He's always just kind of taking apart a golf course, very mechanical, very methodical. Um, and again, he just he plays some really good golf, gets himself in position, and he doesn't make many mistakes. And that's the thing with Bernard; he kind of waits for the other guy to to beat himself. Um, Langer's never going to make mistakes do that. You got to go beat him um, without making mistakes. And I think I've learned a lot just from, just from watching him. And the other thing is when he's playing well, even if he misses a shot, it does not bother him. He, he does not get bothered by good shots or bad shots. Very even keel. Um, he's a lot of fun to play with. He's got a great personality. I've really enjoyed getting to know Bernard better over the last three or four years. He's become a good friend. Isn't one of those guys when you play with it, you don't really notice it till you look at the scorecard and go, "Oh, there's 66." Where it just yeah, looks you know, like you just methodical, yeah. like right? You're just kind of like, "Okay, all right." Very yeah. methodical, very methodical. It's not like playing with like uh, Dustin Johnson or Bubba Watts or Rory or, or Tiger, where I would watch their shots and I'm like, "Oh my god, I could never hit that shot." You know, um, Langer doesn't hit any shots that I would go, "I can't hit that." He just hits it in the correct spot time and time again. Um, it's very impressive. Uh, I think he's one of the most, you know, underrated, if you could even say that now, um, players that's ever lived. This guy's been playing so good for so long. Let's talk about uh, your victory at TPC Sugarloaf. I, I don't recall seeing conditions on the Champions Tour look like that for a while. It looks like you guys were in a tournament in North Dakota or something like that. How hard is it to keep focus when the conditions are that tough and it's that cold and blowing that hard and or is that just where years of experience on tour just kicks in if you're a professional you handle like a professional and move on well yeah that's you know that's the key is to handle like professional and move on um i've always kind of played some of my best golf when the conditions were tough um and and i've won a few tournaments at that golf course tbc sugarloaf when the conditions were tough we had very windy conditions cold and i won and uh 97 and then we had 36 holes on a Sunday very cold windy when I won in 2001 so I've I've kind of been there done that at that course Um, but the biggest thing is staying patient um, because you're going to hit some bad shots you're going to get some bad breaks the wind's going to gust at the wrong moment and you can't let it bother you Um, I always felt like playing in those type of conditions you've already kind of beat half the field because half the field might get off to a bad start and kind of pack it in so if I feel if I can just stay patient um, and just stay positive that uh, you're going to have an opportunity to have a good tournament. Major season is upon us for you guys, uh, Regents Traditions this week at uh, Greystone Golf and Country Club. Uh, assessment of the golf course, does it set up well for your game? Sort of your thoughts going into this week. Yeah, Greystone is a golf course that uh, I like. I've, I've played in the final group a couple times here, and I think I've got a couple top fives and top ten so um, I, I felt like I let a couple slip away um, earlier in my career here but it's a golf course that I put myself in position with nine holes to play and you know, that's kind of all you can ask for out here and uh, I'm looking forward to it it's got some par fives that you can be aggressive on 
Um, it's got some really good holes. Um, greens are usually pretty fast, and the rough's up, so it starts to play more like a major. Um, we get some great crowds out here. Regents does a phenomenal job at this tournament, our first major of the year, and I'm really excited to get out there and play. Another one I can't wait to see just because it's so historic is uh, Senior PGA Championship at Oak Hill. I mean, great golf course, historic venue. Uh, that that golf course to me would really suit your game as it's a ball striker's golf course. Um, how excited are you to get to that iconic track and, and play a major championship as well? You know, it, that's what's so cool out here, to be able to go back to some of these um, old golf courses that we played uh, on the PGA Tour days. I played the PGA Championship there. When Sean McKeel won, um, and I think, if I remember correctly, I actually played pretty good. I might have had a top 20 or something like that, but I know I was in, you know, close to the last couple groups going in. Um, it's a great golf course, and at the time, I thought it was one of the hardest golf courses I've ever played until I played Beth Page Black. Um, but Oak Hill was just tough, tough golf course. you got to drive the ball in the fairway, a lot of undulations in the fairways, sloping left to right, right to left. Um, and just visually intimidating golf course. So looking forward to getting back there. Does your routine change much during the week of a major championship versus a regular week, or does it stay pretty much the same week in, week out, or is there a little bit more emphasis on this week of really being prepared and being ready to go? You know, it's interesting. The only thing you might do at a major championship is make sure you're you're well-rested. Well, we, we play four rounds in the majors as opposed to the three rounds um, you know, you can get uh, get a little tired if you've come in Sunday night and play Monday, play Tuesday, play Wednesday, and then all of a sudden, you know, you got four more days in the golf. So one of the things is, just, is to be rested. I think rest, sleep is some of the most critical things out here uh, on our tour, on the Champions Tour, and on the PGA Tour. So you got to be rested. Um, you know, I have my workout routines I do. Um, I have to, you know, try to figure out how to get a strength one in in just, you know, two or three days as opposed to four days. Um, that I have kind of off, but um, other than that, the routine really doesn't change too much. Any scouting report on the uh, Warren Golf Club at Notre Dame for the U.S. Uh, US Open for you guys? I, I don't know a whole lot about the golf course. Will you try to get out there a little bit earlier at all, or will you just sort of take it all in the week you get there, and, and what have you heard on that one? Yeah, I've heard the golf course is fantastic. Uh, a couple guys went up there and played. Um, last year and said it's absolutely phenomenal so uh, i'm looking forward to getting up there and playing it i won't go beforehand so we'll be there on monday scouting the golf course and and uh trying to get ready for that but i hear the golf course is just fantastic and i mean how cool is that we get to stay right on campus at notre dame and kind of walk to, walk to the golf course so that'll be a lot of fun after this run of majors, um, getting ready for the Charles Schwab Cup, that sort of final push, will you be taking some time off, or do you just have to keep the pedal down this year as, as you know, into that late summer season as you kind of get to that point, or do you got to recharge the batteries a little bit because you guys have a lot of golf coming up here in the next couple months? Well, we do have a lot of golf uh, coming up. You know, I might uh, I might take an event off in July and just kind of take take some time off. We've got a stretch where we play. We've got like uh, one week off or two weeks off, then the British senior, and then another two weeks off. I might take the British off and have the whole month of July off just to kind of recharge and, and get ready for the rest of the season. Some uh, There's always talent coming out on that tour. Uh, some of the new guys who are out there finally full-time this season. They kind of had their start last year a little bit late, but Darren Clark, Goosen's out there this year. DeMarco's playing full-time. How have you enjoyed the newer guys being out there? And it seems like the level of competition that comes out every year, just uh, the standard is still just some really solid players coming out there on a real competitive tour. Well, absolutely. I mean, those guys are great admissions to our tour. We've got U.S. Open champion. 
um, British Open champion, almost you know Masters champion, and Chris DeMarco. If it wasn't for Tiger, you won too. Um, and you know those guys are great additions to our tour. They're a lot of fun. Darren is just an absolute character. Uh, he's the guy you want to be standing next to in the pro-am pairings party. I mean, the stories he tells, he is just absolutely hilarious. Um, Goose still hits it as far as he ever does. I mean, the guy is just a machine out there. And DeMarco, you know, his game hasn't quite there is when he um, stopped playing, but he didn't play for a lot of years. So he's just kind of getting back into it, and his game's starting to round out. And I'm sure he's going to be successful here pretty soon. Yeah, why do I have a feeling DeMarco is all of a sudden just going to get it, and he's going to run off? Like, uh, as well as he puts it and as good as his short game is, he, why do I have a feeling he's going to just all of a sudden, boom, and he's going to run well, you gotta, some wins? Yeah, you got to look at DeMarco's career on tour. I mean, that guy was just an um, ATM machine. He was a money-making machine, like a Scott Hoke. Um, so, you know, Chris is just – he didn't play for years. You know, he was working for Golf Channel and, and took all that time off and didn't play competitive golf at all. That's very difficult to come out here on the PGA Tour Champions without being ready to play – tournament golf again it takes a little time to kind of get back into it and uh you know chris is just starting to round out i think once he kind of figures out tournament golf again he's going to be just fine well best of luck to you this week good luck with the run at the majors and uh like i said congratulations on the start to this year it's just some fantastic golf so i appreciate your time and uh we'll hopefully be talking to you after a few more wins thanks jason keep up good work we'll talk to you soon